This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about this week's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Kate's story all about the simple ways to come up with content to promote your wedding business. I love this episode and I love chatting with Kate because this is a topic I'm truly passionate about. We had so much fun chatting and I know you're going to leave today's episode with plenty of inspiration, tons of ideas, and even a few aha moments. So a little bit about Kate before we get started is that she is a digital marketing specialist, copywriter, and social media expert. She is also the co-owner of Book More Brides alongside her husband, Nick, where they help wedding business owners around the world to better understand how to identify their perfect clients, what to say to get them the book, and how to create a strategic online content that builds relationships and sales. And I'm so excited Kate is with us today. Also, before we start today's show, I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. Are you feeling stuck in your business and thinking about working with a coach? I'd love to help. Each month I offer one-on-one coaching sessions for wedding photographers to tackle whatever is overwhelming you. Whether it's help with your website, your social media and marketing strategy, to the ins and outs of running your own small business. I can help you take the overwhelm out of your everyday and help you focus on your next steps to achieving your goals. If you're just starting out or a few years in and looking for a coach to help guide you in the right direction and help keep you accountable, let's chat. Visit www.twitchanae.com and click on the work with me button in the menu to find out more and schedule your discovery chat today. All right, you guys, let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Kate, can you say hi to everyone? Hello. So happy to be here with you, Janae. Thank you so much for being here. I'm pumped to have you here. Me too. It's going to be a good one. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm super excited and I can't wait to chat. We're going to be talking about simple ways to come up with content to promote your wedding business. But before we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you uh, tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started? Yes, absolutely. My name is Kate Story. My husband, Nick, and I are the co-owners of Book More Brides. And we are kind of a, a team together. We both have strengths in different areas, but basically what it comes down to is we have seen that most wedding business owners are great at what they do. They have the talent, the skill, but really struggle to find and book leads online. So what we do is we teach simple and effective marketing and sales strategies. Uh, I'm more of the marketing side. Um, I do teach some sales tactics as well. My husband is great at business strategy and helping to kind of see the the big picture, the big road ahead. I'm more the details. He's the big picture. Uh, so that wedding 
starting business owners can make more money with less effort. So you can just get back to working with more of your perfect couples, enjoying what you do in your wedding business, because that's the reason why you went into it in the first place, right? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited you're here. It's going to be a great show. So let's get started. Let's talk about, you know, some simple ways to come up with content. You know, what do you recommend we use to promote our wedding businesses? Absolutely. Well, one really foundational thing I want to start with before I get into some more of the tangible tips is really just thinking about making our content less me focused and more them focused. So being more focused on our couples, what it is that they truly want out of your service when they hire you. Because when they hire you for their wedding, they're looking for so much more than just the service or the the product that you provide, okay? So if you are a photographer, you know, obviously they want beautiful photos. They want a record of their day but it goes deeper than that. And if I can give a quick example, the one that I I love to share the story is we had at one, at the same time, we had two different students in our program where one was a, a husband and wife team that loves to do photography that's very artistic, moody, uh, gallery worthy, all those kinds of things, just really uh, an artistic style. But then we also had a student who loved to do light and bright and airy, lightly posed, a little bit of direction for her couples because that's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to think about what think about the reasons why each of those two those two different businesses who serve very different couples right what is it that they really want behind those pictures well the couples the couples that hire um the photographers that that love that dark moody style and everything it's because they wanted their friends and family to walk into their home and see their wedding photos on their wall and go Oh my gosh, that's you guys? That, I mean, that should be, that's like a piece of art. That should be hung up in a gallery somewhere. That's the reaction they wanted from their wedding photos. But the couples who hired the photographer with the light and bright and airy style, with the light posing and um, just giving a little bit of direction so that way they kind of just looked their best on in their wedding pictures, that their family and friends would look at the pictures and say, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. What great pictures of you guys. Look at these moments that were captured. I mean, look at how they got your expression here. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Two very different reasons behind those two different styles of photography. So if you go deeper and think about what it is that your couples are really trying to get from your service, from your product, you're going to be able to find content and be able to speak to those couples so much more easily than if you just say, I take beautiful pictures of your wedding day, right? Yeah, (laughs) it's really getting to that why behind it. Yeah, I think it's so important. And I think you know, a lot of people say, you know, who is your ideal client? Figure out your avatar, but you know, and it can get sort of drowned out, but mm-hmm. it is really important. You know, like you need to know who you're talking to and who, who are you attracting? I always tell my coaching clients this. I'm like, we need to figure out what messages you're sending out there because who are you attracting? Are they the right people or the wrong people? You know? And you need to, you need to hone that in before you can do anything. So I a hundred percent agree with that. 
Yeah, it makes so much sense, right? When you think about it, that when you you deeply understand, and it's it's funny you mentioned the avatar. I, I do find that a lot of times people tend to get lost in the weeds, right? Like they they tend to start building up this avatar that will become so specific about physical traits and habits and things, which I, I will admit is very useful when you're coming up with, say, an ad strategy or something else where you need to identify audiences that is going to help from a, a technology side, a computer side to help bring in the right people. But when you're trying to connect with a human, you need to understand their human desires and traits. So mm -hmm. that's what it is, is really getting to getting to uh, beyond the avatar uh, thing, the things that people typically focus on for an avatar, which tend to be more physical traits and really instead getting to emotional traits. Because then once you start thinking about that and getting to the heart of that, then you can start thinking, okay, well, what is important to these couples? And you can start thinking about how in your content, you can start speaking more directly to them because you know that it's going to be content that they're going to see and say, oh my gosh, it's like she's reading my mind. It's like he's reading my mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. Emotional versus, you know, I guess like technical, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. So, so do you have any advice, you know, as to what has worked well and what hasn't, you know, what have you seen that's like, oh gosh, this is so good. And things that are like, please stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it's, so again, it's it's focusing on that those emotional needs because what I tend to find a lot of times if if a, a wedding business owner is not focusing on those emotional needs, it tends to be uh, a lot of selfies. It tends to be a lot of stuff about, I love to do these things. Uh, when I work with couples, I like to do this. And it, it tends to become very me, me, me content, mm -hmm. which in some ways, I, and, and some people will argue, that it's, you know, couples want to know who they're working with. Absolutely. That's what an about us area is for. That's what the occasional, you know, Instagram post with, hey, get to know a little bit about me. Here's who I am. That's all fine and good. But if that becomes the bulk of your content, it's going to be really hard for them to be able to connect with you because as humans, one of the traits that we have is we are always trying to understand how something is going to work for us. Mm -hmm. And that's just if we get if we get past any thinking like, well, that's awfully selfish or <laughs> anything like that. <laughs> but if we think honestly, if, if we just see this and accept this as this is a fact, this is we are always thinking about how is this going to work for me? How is this going to make sense for my life? Because they're the ones making the decision about whether or not you are the one wedding pro that they're going to hire for this area of their wedding, right? They're not hiring multiple uh, DJs. They're not hiring multiple caterers. They're picking one. Mm -hmm. So we have to make sure that we are resonating with them. Yes. So what I find tends to work really well is if we really first go back and examine past clients that you've worked with and look at either you know reviews emails those are some of the easy easy places to start what are some of the phrases that they're using what are some of the reasons that they gave as to why they chose you or why they were so happy with the work that you did uh even especially the little details if they mention little details like I was so happy with the way you captured um, my grandmother's expression when I came down the aisle. Well, what does that tell you? If you dig into that a little bit, that tells you they care about family connections. They care about um, catching those hidden moments, right? So if you know now that those are things that were important to your couples, 
now you can think, okay, what are some, what's some content that I can come up with, whether it's an Instagram post, a blog post, an email, what are some things that I can now come up with that I can write about, I can put together that's going to speak to those things that they've identified, my past uh, clients have identified were important to them or something that they mentioned and they were so grateful that I did for them. Mm -hmm. That's a great, easy place to start. Yeah, I love that. So, you know, what hasn't worked? Like, what do you see that you're like, oh God, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, a lot of times one and two word posts, <laughs> you know, it's like it's, yeah. it, for, for a while it has been a trend. So I, I'm right now I'm speaking about Instagram, but if we were, if we think about it from that perspective, let's, let's go down that, uh, that um, lane for a second. If you think about Instagram posts and it'll say something like, you know, wedding day vibes, and they'll share a picture of them, like at, at, you know, working at a client's wedding or something like that. It's like, well, that's great, but how is that supposed to help them connect? I mean, gorgeous photo, sure. Thanks for letting me know you were here. <laughs> what is it? What's in it for me? How is this going to help me make a decision about whether or not you would be the right wedding pro? So instead, flip that around and start thinking about, okay, so if you see this gorgeous shot that really tells us, you know, you, say you're on site at a wedding and you see, uh, for example, if you are a planner and you see everything just happening like clockwork, Take a shot of that, you know, whatever is appropriate to, to share privacy wise and uh, and then write a post that talks about that and say, you know, I was, you know, I overheard some of the bridesmaids talking about how this was the smoothest wedding that they've seen come together. And it just made my heart swell. It made me so happy because that is how I want all of my couples to feel. Again, turn it around to them. You're talking about how you want the couples to feel not like, oh, it made me so happy. Why did it make you happy? because they, they were happy, right? Mm -hmm. In the end, if we can always focus our content to be teachable, you know, giving them something that is going to help our potential future clients understand why we are going to be a good choice for them. And again, taking it off of us and thinking about how this is showing a win or a gain for the couples that you're working with. It's going to make it so much easier for these now potential future couples to see, wow, this person really cares about her couples. Maybe I should get in touch with her and think about how, I mean, look at how smooth this is apparently running. That's how I want my wedding day to run. Maybe I right. should go check them out, tap right. on the bio and, and they start exploring, right? So that's kind of the path that we're hoping people will add to. So we have to, we have to provide content that's going to get them into that thought process. Yeah, I love that. That really hits home. It's really, yeah, it's really awesome. I, I definitely can relate to that where it's less about you, more about them and what mm -hmm. you do for them. You know, yes. I love yeah. that. So, so now that we know, like, kind of like what content we should be making, and then we've got our, you know, ideas going, we've gone through our reviews, and we've got some like hidden gems in there. You know, how often should we be promoting our wedding business? Short answer as often as you can. <laughs> right. Uh, really. So, I, I do know that, especially for people who don't see themselves as content creators, or maybe it's just an area that they struggle in, uh, whether they, they enjoy it or not. I, I know that this can, it can feel like, oh my gosh, how I, I, how often should I be doing this? You know, should I be doing this every day? Should I be, you know, multiple times a day? I really always recommend once a week for a minimum no matter what the platform, 
I think that really doing once a week is going to allow you to stay in regular contact with your potential clients and giving them one, a reminder of who you are, how you can help them, what you can do for them, but also it makes it consistent. It gives uh, some regular touch points with them. It gives regular opportunities for you to demonstrate your expertise, regular opportunities for them to realize, okay, maybe this is someone that I should get on a conversation with, but also because we have to understand that not all of our couples are ready to book with us right now. Okay. One of the big uh, concepts that we talk about at Book More Brides is the buy now versus the buy later couples. As much as we want all of our couples to be by now, right? Ready to book with us right this moment, sign on the dotted line and move forward. It's just not the case. They're not all ready for that. And a lot of times it's because they just, they need more education either about what, uh, who the right wedding pro is for them, how to make sure they're making the right choice, right? Because like we talked about, they're only choosing one. So they feel a lot of pressure for that, but also making sure that they are uh, feeling comfortable in knowing that you are the right, you're the right person for them, it's the right time for them, and feeling like they have everything they need to be able to move forward. So the buy now couples research shows that it's really only about 3% of your local market. It's so, so small. Mm. And if we stay focused on this small number, it's going to be really hard for our business to grow because you're basically constantly it's it's you're constantly hoping and hoping that, you know, any little effort you do is going to bring in that buy now couple who's going to be ready. But what about all the rest of them? The, so the research on on the buy later couples shows that the couples who are interested in what you have to offer and are are looking to make a decision at some point in the future is between three and 12%. Because remember, we're never going to have 100% of our local market because not everybody's getting married, right? Right. And so it's it's a very small number in terms of our metro area that we serve. So it's only up to about about 12% is that that three to 12% is that by later contingent. So we have to make sure that we are staying in regular contact with them. And that's where the once a week uh, touch point comes in. Both, you know, I, I always recommend once a week email. Uh, because this is that is an area where we can so much more easily control the conversation. We can make sure that we are providing information that will be seen by them. It is much more likely to be seen by them than, say, uh, a social post, which we don't have control over the algorithm. We don't have control over how often or uh, when our posts will be seen by followers or people who may be searching for us and haven't found us yet. So I always recommend once a week for, for email, absolutely. Once a week, at least on uh, social media and then uh, blog posts, if possible, once a week. But blog posts is something you can you can scale it back if you're if you're like really super stressed out about it. And uh, and if your time is real tight, once a month is great because that will, again, provide consistency and that helps to feed content throughout the rest of the time for your emails and your social posts. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I, I for me, I you know, Instagram is such a beast, you know, like, and it changes mm-hmm. so often, but I, I personally post three times a week because 
I mean, like 2% of my followers even see it. So I'm right. You know, I really just don't spend too much time, but Mm -hmm. I like to be active. You know, I, I find, and maybe you can talk to this when I go to a profile and I haven't posted in a year, I'm like, mm-hmm. are you still in business? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so true. And that's that's the thing that's hard because, you know, like I said, especially if content is not the first thing that you think of, it's not if it's not something that you love and that you are focused on, it can be really easy for that time to slip away quickly, right? So, uh, so you're doing a great job posting three times a week. That is that is a very great sweet spot to be posting. So, but I, for people who are stressed out, I say start at a week and then bump it up as you start because it's also a habit you're building, right? right like like yeah. you said, you like to be active in there for the purpose of of building, getting more eyes on your content, getting more, drawing in more people, not only for followers, but also perhaps people who are searching for what you have to offer. Yes. So three times a week is a great sweet spot. That's not, it's not so in your face. That it's like, wow, is this all this other person ever does is go on Instagram? You know, that's not <laughs> too much, but it's certainly more than the bare minimum. So that's a great amount. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you approve. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. (laughs) So do you have any recommendations, you know, on how we can promote our business? You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. gaining followers, maybe increase our revenues. You know, I'd love to pick your brain a little bit about that. Yeah. So especially, uh, you know, right now we, well, I guess we're, we're always in, in, you know, uh, engagement mode, right? We're always uh, trying yeah. to, to reach new couples because engagements happen all year round. But I will tell you that uh, we are coming up soon on the biggest engagement season of the year, which is December. And that is the that is the month where the most engagements happen. So what we want to do is we want to get ourselves as ready as possible. And like I said, this is something that's good to do year round. But when we understand these cycles, we kind of have a good idea again the mindset of those buy later, uh, buy now and buy later couples. So thinking about this, what do we need to do to prepare for those couples who are getting engaged that are going to be super excited and doing all sorts of research and uh, reaching out to to wedding pros and and saying, oh yeah, give me give me your information, give me your rates, I want to know it all, right? And then we feel like then we get ghosted, right? Yeah, <laughs> like we totally. don't hear from them. Well, again, let's think about the mindset. These are couples who are excited. They, you know, maybe maybe they're super planners and they want to get as much information together, but then they want to go into deliberation mode. So, what can we do to help give them the information that they need? Help to build that relationship so we can build the know, like, and trust factor. The best thing that we can be doing is posting regularly on our social media so that way we can be found using location uh, specific uh, tagging locations, but also local hashtags, making yes. sure that we are we are not getting too high with those. Um, some of the, the latest research is showing that between 20,000 and about 150,000 or 200,000 searches on a hashtag is kind of the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Anything higher than that, it's gonna be really hard to be found in the search results. Anything lower than that, there's just not enough people looking for it. Yeah. So doing some search, uh, some some hashtags using that is going to help you to be a little more easily found. This is also a great time to start building up your SEO presence. So maybe take a quick look at your website. Make sure you have some some key terms in there that are for for local SEO with your metro area, the service that you provide, uh, maybe writing some more blog posts and just kind of front loading those, having those ready. 
But then I always like to recommend, make sure you have at least one good download piece. Make sure that you have written something that is going to answer some key questions that your couples are going to have, especially when they first get engaged. And we wanna try to make this beyond a little more specific than just say, if you're a DJ, uh, how to pick the best DJ for your wedding, okay? Again, think about what is it that drives your couples to want your specific service, okay? To give another example, a DJ that I've been working with on some copywriting sessions, he wanted to, um, to really hone in on speaking to couples who just they they don't want they're they're terrified of the uh the the dad jokes dj okay (laughs) They, they they do not want the cheesy dj they want their wedding to feel like it's like the best night out like they and their friends have gone for like the best night out at a you know you gotta be careful using the word club because that sometimes gives some different connotations in terms of like uh pulsing lights and everything and that's not necessarily the vibe they're going for but essentially that they that they have gotten all of their closest friends together their high school friends their college friends their work friends they're all out for the best night ever with all their favorite music it's just this incredible party right Mm -hmm. let's think about how can you create content that's going to speak to that mindset okay so maybe coming up with um you know some of the the best intro songs you know some of the you know that to choose for for your um your wedding party right something like that think about where where is their headspace at in terms of what they want from your service and then write a download piece on that it doesn't have to be a book you know you can do right. uh, just a couple of pages put it together on canva very quickly and inexpensively what we're going to try to do is to get email addresses in exchange for that download piece. Okay, so you're going to want to put that as one of the links in your bio on Instagram, you're going to want to mention it in your social posts and say, Hey, so many of my couples have asked, what are some of the best songs to, uh, to bring, you know, to introduce your your wedding party without it being super cheesy? Mm-hmm. I have got a great download piece on this Ch- tap on the link in the bio uh, to get yours, you know, uh, right. to get your copy, and then start a follow up sequence through email once a week. Like I said, that's a very simple way to start doing that and stay in regular touch with them through email. So that way you can start building that that like and that trust factor. You're letting them know how you understand them. You're gonna give them emails that are helping them to make an informed decision about choosing uh, the right wedding pro for them based on what you do. Keep it specific to, to your area of service. And then every once in a while, make sure that you're throwing in an ask email okay we recommend a formula called give give ask which is where you are giving twice as much information before you ask them to take an action with you such as booking a call checking out packages and pricing uh signing a contract anything like that so if you're looking at that from an email schedule you'll have week one will be a give email where you're giving them some great tangible tips on how to choose the right whatever it is that you offer for their wedding Second week will be a similar email, different topic, but with the same goal of just giving them good quality information. Third week, you're going to have an ask email. And that's where you're saying, you know, uh, you again, open it up with something interesting. So they'll want to keep opening up the email, but then say that's where you go in and you ask, you know, is this something that you want for your wedding? Book a call here. Let's have a quick chat and see how we could make this come to life for your wedding. 
Yeah. However you want to phrase that. I love that. That's awesome. That's really cool. Do you, um, I love Flowdesk. Uh, that's my e- mm. uh, email provider mm-hmm. uh, for my sequences. Do you have a, a, a preference? Yeah, we, um, I mean, we use, we have seen a lot of our clients and our students use a lot of different systems. Um, we actually have our own CRM <laughs> that we have put together. Oh, wow. Uh, cool. Yeah, because we know that it's been uh, an area that has really, we, our students have started asking for it and saying, do you have a recommendation or do you have something that's specific for the wedding industry? So we did build that. It has texting in it, those kinds of things, because having a texting strategy is also a great way to stay in front of your couples. Uh, you know, a very, very light, light texting strategy. <laughs> I don't <laughs> recommend hitting them over the head. You know, I wouldn't necessarily do that once a week. Um, but having incorporating that into your follow up strategy is a smart thing to do since most couples are are more receptive to that than, say, a call or uh, a direct message or something along those lines. I gotcha. I gotcha. So this this has been really great. I'm like picking up a lot of great tips here. And my brain is like, definitely uh, the wheels are spinning. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So, you know, I love um, at Tea with Janae, we always give tangible tips and actual advice at the end of each show to really help our listeners really move forward from today's episode. So I would love for you maybe to maybe share like three things that people should do today to start coming up with content to promote their business, if if that's okay. Absolutely. So the first thing that I would recommend is to go back through past emails, past reviews, anything where you have worked with past clients and start looking for those little things that they have mentioned about that they loved working with you just so you can start seeing what it was that really drew them to you. So you can write some of that that content that is going to be more focused on your couples and their deeper desires of why they hired you and why you were the right one for them. So go back and and start making a list. See if you can find maybe some some common denominators. If you start seeing the same words over and over again, words like, I don't know, authentic or um, enthusiastic or, uh, you know, I'm trying to think like a, like a step, you know, the, I felt like you were a fly on the wall or anything like that. Any of those phrases, the more you can use your couple's actual words and phrases, the better you're going to connect with future couples and, and clients because they're going to feel like you're basically reading their mind because you are using words that have been said by couples just like them. So that's mm-hmm. the first one. The second thing that I would recommend is to come up with a specific schedule, whatever you can do right now, but with that bare minimum of once a week, just mark it down in your calendar. Just put it on there as a little item to do, whether it's just a quick Instagram post. And I recommend scattering this out throughout the week. Uh, I wouldn't, I know that schedules can get a little crazy and it's kind of hard to, um, you know, to have something like this on a regular basis, but you want to one make sure you're you're training yourself to get into the regular habit of this but secondly that way you're also able to spread out touch points with people who may be already following you or subscribe to your email so Perhaps you post on Instagram, you know, if you're going to do that, that minimum once a week, post on on Instagram on a Monday, maybe send out an email on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, Uh, you know, uh, spread it out a little bit. So that way you're not hitting everybody on the same day. And that increases your chances that you'll catch different people at different times. Yeah. And the third tip I would recommend is to build out that download piece. This is going to be so helpful 
any time of the year just to have something that again it just it's this huge give for your couples and helps them to understand that one you truly understand it's going to help them to understand that you truly get them that you truly know what's important to them what they're thinking uh what some of their concerns are and what they need to know to make a smart decision for their wedding but secondly it's also going to give you the opportunity to show your expertise and for them to feel like wow you know this this is going to be the right person for me it gives them uh the the knowledge and helps them to know that you're not just interested in making a sale that you truly care about them and that helps them to take their guard down a little bit right because we've all had those experiences with <laughs> people that are perhaps a little too pushy when it comes to the sales process so yeah. this helps to kind of lower their guard a little bit because then they feel like wow this person not only gets me and knows what what's important to me, but they want me to have a better wedding. They're not just caring about, hey, great, here's the contract and, and let's make a sale here. It just increases that that trust that not only do you know what you're doing, but that you really care about them. Because I know we do. We truly do care about them, but they need to know that. And this is one great way to be able to do that. Yeah, I love that. You want to show that you're interested in them having the best day versus just depositing their check. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Kate, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. I, I have learned a lot. I told you my wheels are already turning. I'm already thinking about what I'm going to post next week. So thank you so much. Um, let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, and say hello online. Absolutely. So we actually have our own podcast as well, uh, the Bookmore Brides podcast. We'd love to have you uh, hop over there after this and, and give a, a listen to and hopefully have Janae on, on ours soon too as well. So you can hear her over there hopefully soon. Uh, but also you can find us at bookmorebrides.com on Instagram at bookmorebrides. Uh, reach out to us anytime. We love talking with people, just giving some tips, helping you feel like you are supported wherever you're at in your wedding business right now and uh, that you have the tools that you need. So we'd love to chat with you guys and uh, help you out any way that we can. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'd love to come on the show. Thanks for the invitation. <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep this conversation going. <laughs> exactly. I love it. So you guys can just swipe on up right now, click on the show notes, get those links and say hello to Kate and find out more about Bookmore Brides. Kate, thank you so much for being here. I hope to have you back soon. That will be wonderful. Thanks again, Janae. So wonderful talking with you. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode and I hope you had um, a lot of takeaways and aha moments. And it was so much fun having Kate on the show. Thank you so much for being here. It was a joy talking to you. I could talk to you all day long about this topic. I hope you come back on the show. And if you guys want to find out more about Kate and book more brides, swipe on up, click on the show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.